Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week, you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing, but have limited time or resources. And now, please welcome your host, Kate the Socialite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Kate Show. My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 32. I can't believe the podcast is nearing its first anniversary. Like, how does that happen, guys? I don't know. But today, we're going to talk about something that several of you have been requesting lately. And as you guys know, I take listener requests very seriously. So when Catherine reached out and said, hey, do you have anything that can guide me on how to create a content calendar for social media? I was like, I think so, but let me check. And then I found out I didn't actually have a comprehensive resource for you guys. So I thought, well, it's perfect for the podcast. Let's get started. So first, we're going to talk about what exactly a content calendar is, why it's important, why starting with your end goals in mind matter so much, and what analytics you should be tracking. That way you know if your content calendar is set up correctly and if your efforts will actually have a return on that investment. And then, of course, we'll talk about how many times per week or per month you should be posting and exactly what you should be posting. And then at the very end, I'm going to give you several resources where you can get social media posts or stock photos or quotes or just things that will help you make social media management so much easier if you're choosing to do this on your own. Now, I will preface this with this is going to be applicable to any business owner, but because I specialize in the home industry, you'll find it especially helpful if you are an interior designer, a home stager, or a window treatment workroom. All right, so let's get started. A content calendar is a fancy way of saying that you have a plan for that week, that month, or even that quarter. That way you know what you're going to be saying on social media because there is nothing worse than having this overwhelming feeling of panic thinking, oh, I should be posting on Facebook or Instagram for my business because I know it's very helpful to me and it gets me publicity, but I have no clue what to say. And then you'll go on and you'll post like three or four things in a row and then you'll be back to silence, so back to chirping crickets for the next several weeks. And that's an awful feeling. So having a content calendar will prevent you from that last minute posting panic. Now, it's important to start with the end in mind because you don't want to post on social media just to post on social media. You actually need to have something to say and you need to have a reason for everything that you post. So let's say that you are an interior design firm and you want to get more kitchen remodel projects. Well, obviously, it wouldn't do you any good to be posting all the time about living room design tips or bookshelf styling if that has nothing to do with the type of project you would like to land. So think about the projects that you enjoy, think about the clients that you love working with, and post things that are aligned with those topics. 
If you're a home stager looking to connect with more realtors, then you have to be posting home staging tips or things that realtors will find interesting, such as data about the benefits of home staging. But then you also have to keep in mind that social media is for being social, which means you can't constantly be talking about your services or talking about a discount or a sale or a promotion that you're running because not only do people dislike those types of posts, but the Facebook and Instagram algorithms actually will make sure that very few people see your posts of that nature because they're just they're just not well done. That's the lazy way of posting on social media. It's easy to default to that, which is why it's important to have a content calendar. That way your entire social media campaign doesn't rely on, hey, this is what we do. Hey, check it out. Hey, here's our sale or promotion or get two window treatments for the price of one because I've actually seen that out there. That's it's not a good strategy, guys. Okay, so as you've probably figured out, this content calendar, because it's specific to the home industry, is applicable to Facebook and Instagram. So if you are hoping that I'm going to tell you all about how to create a content calendar for Twitter, you're not going to find that here. And here's why. Twitter has its time and place but not really in the home industry. So while some real estate agents will find it very helpful, especially since they need to post real-time updates about listings that they have on the market, you as the designer, the stager, or the workroom are not gonna find a lot of benefit from Twitter and it's going to be extremely difficult to get any traction because in order to get momentum built up on Twitter, you need to be tweeting like five to 10 times per day and not even I have the gumption to do that, okay? Like, just give yourself a break about Twitter. You don't need it. Snapchat is also something that you're not gonna need to pursue. So just remember, keep yourself focused on Facebook and Instagram, or even just one of those, just Facebook, just Instagram. The biggest mistake I see people in the home industry making is thinking that they need to keep up with the Joneses on every social platform out there, and that, guys is a recipe for burnout and frustration and it leads to people literally hating social media which is a shame because social media is a great way for you to get more publicity about what you do and who you are and it's a really great way for you to do some sneaky research into the inner workings of your ideal client and really get to know them and build that know like and trust factor. So all of that being said, make sure that you're very clear on the goals you want to accomplish for that week or that month. And in this episode specifically, I am talking about creating a content calendar for an entire month because that is how I operate with my business. That's how my team schedules out our clients' social media platforms because month by month is just long enough that it's efficient because we can sit down and book out 30 days worth of content as opposed to each week having to go in and do a five day or a seven day plan but it's not so far out that we miss the big picture because if you start scheduling your social media out three or four months in advance, 
it's going to be hard to figure out exactly what your goals will be and your sub goals or your secondary goals will be for an entire quarter because business can change very quickly. So make sure that you are looking at this from the perspective of this is a 30 day cycle, it's just a month and it's nothing to freak out about. So when you're creating this and you have your goals in mind, then we need to have a way to measure this, to measure your social media efforts. Make sure that what you're doing is working for your business. Now, one really interesting piece of feedback I get from people who are managing their own social media or they're considering having my company, Socialite, manage their social media is this. They say, I am expecting to get sales from my elevated social media presence, whether I'm managing it or whether someone else is. And to that, I always have to have this rather long conversation with them and say, hey, look, social media is not an instant sales tool. If you have never gotten clients from social media, you really need to stop expecting that to happen because that is not its purpose at all. It is social media, not selling media. And I have gotten clients directly from Instagram, from Facebook, from Pinterest, but they are rare, let me tell you. I get plenty of clients from every other avenue, but social media is simply not the purpose or the venue with which you're going to land all these new sales. So I want you to remove that expectation from your mind. You will not be able to judge the effectiveness of your social media based on how many new clients you get. And if you keep expecting to get new clients from social media, you're always going to be disappointed and you will never approach social media with the right attitude, which makes it a self-fulfilling prophecy because then it will never bring you the results that you want. Okay. So if you're not supposed to get new clients from social media, what are you supposed to get? Well, let me tell you. For Instagram, you know if your social media strategy is working. If you see the number of profile visits increasing each week. Now this requires an Instagram business account, so make sure that you have that. Open the Instagram app on your phone right now if you're not driving. I know a lot of you listen to this while you're in the car. but. When you stop or pull over, look at your Instagram app, go to your profile, and if you have a little icon for analytics, you have a business Instagram account. If you don't have a business Instagram account, all you need to do is go over to clicking edit profile and then you'll be able to switch over to your business account from there. You will have to link your Facebook business page to it. It doesn't mean that what you post on one will show up on the other. It just means that because Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company, they would like your business to be connected on those two platforms if you have both of them for your business. So that's not a problem. But the good thing is when you have a business Instagram account, all you've got to do is go to your profile and look at the profile views for that week. And if they are starting to go up based on what you're posting, then you know what you're posting is so interesting that people are not just clicking like or leaving a comment, but they're actually going to your profile. And from there, they have the choice of messaging you, following you, or clicking through to your website. And if you have a website like Squarespace based or even even WordPress and Weebly and Wix should have these um, integrations as well, but especially Squarespace, and this is why I love it so much, it will tell you where your traffic is coming from and it will put a percentage next to it. That way you know 
Now, are people actually clicking through from Instagram to my website? Because guys, the whole point of social media is to allow people to step through the front door of your brand and get to know more about you. The whole point of social media is to take people from the social platform to your website because you don't own your social followers. They can like you and follow you all day long, but at the end of the day, if that social platform decides to change, and <laughs> trust me, they are always changing, you could lose your following in a matter of minutes. So it's important to get these people off of land you do not own and onto land that you do own, such as your website. But you have to have a way to capture their information when they're on your website, otherwise you've lost that lead, potentially for good. So make sure that you have a way for people to opt into your mailing list. This often requires offering them a free gift because just saying join our newsletter is pretty boring. It's not motiva motivating enough for most people. So just keep that in mind. Um, but guys, as far as measuring your effectiveness on Instagram, just start out with tracking how many visits to your profile you are getting every week based on what you're posting. If it starts going down, then you're not posting engaging content. If it starts going up or maintains the same, then chances are you're doing a pretty good job. Now on Facebook, it's a little bit different. So on Facebook, you need to look at the number of clicks your post gets. Now I'm not talking about the number of likes or comments because at the end of the day, those really don't matter. They have no impact on your bottom line. But when people are clicking the post, so maybe they don't even like it or love it or ha ha it, which is so funny to me that that's a thing now. But if they're just clicking through that post and ending up on your website, like if you shared a blog post or you shared a link to your services page or your bio, that is awesome. That means someone saw it and thought it was so interesting that they wanted to learn more. If you're not getting clicks through, that means you're not posting interesting content. Maybe you need to post it with a different image. Maybe you need to make the caption longer, more personal, more engaging. This is where a little bit of trial and error comes into play. And similar to Instagram, Facebook does not like it if all you do is talk about your sales, your promotions, uh, your services. So you have to make sure that you're showing up on social media as a real person and not just as a business. Okay, so now that we've got all those housekeeping rules out of the way, we're gonna take a little break and when we come back, we're gonna talk all about exactly how many times a month you should be posting on Facebook and or Instagram and what you should say for each post. And trust me guys, this is so easy. This content calendar is something that I use for my clients and I've been using it on my own business. It is just like, it takes all the stress and all the pressure out. So I'm really excited to share it with you. So stay tuned, I'll be right back. Do you struggle with social media or email marketing? Socialite can help with email newsletters and social media posts that you can customize and use in minutes. Marketing your design or home staging firm has never been easier, faster, or more affordable. Visit katethesocialite.com to access free and premium marketing help for your business today. Hey, interior designers. 
How much time are you currently spending creating floor plans, furniture arrangements, or sourcing product, or creating mood boards? Well, here's the good news. You do not have to keep spending many, many precious hours of your time on these things that you could actually hand off to someone else. Now, I'm not suggesting that you hire an employee or that you add another person to your in-house team because that's not always a good fit for everyone. From a legal and tax standpoint, having an employee can be expensive and it can also be risky, which is why I am really excited to introduce you guys to my friend Brittany Elms of My Design Assistant. So Brittany specializes in virtual assistant services exactly and specifically for interior designers so that you can spend more time growing your business, your brand, and getting the publicity that you deserve without spending hours creating those mood boards or sourcing those products. Because we know these things are very important to your design process, but the good news is it doesn't all have to be done by you. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level and start outsourcing things that you don't necessarily have to have your hands in, go over to mydesignassistant.com, check out Brittany's services, her reviews, and book a time with her online. Head over to mydesignassistant.com to get started. Okay guys, so I am really excited to share my actual content calendar strategy with you. And like I said before the break, this is actually really easy. And I know a lot of you get overwhelmed by social media and you feel like you need to be on every platform. But again, let me remind you, you just need to be on one and you just need to do a good job. But doing a good job doesn't mean posting every single day. It doesn't mean having a perfectly curated Instagram feed. It actually just means showing up as you are. Because if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you know that I believe each of us are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we do have a special gift that we are supposed to, that we are obligated to share with the world. And social media gives us an avenue in which to do that. So without further ado, here is my content calendar strategy for you guys. So for Facebook and Instagram, this can apply to both, you just need to be posting a minimum of three times per week, which equals out to only a dozen posts per month. That is so manageable. Oh my goodness. And it is still effective too. Like I said, there are certain clients I have that I or my team will apply this strategy to and they still get results. And remember, results don't mean instant clients. Results mean clicks to the profile on Instagram or clicks through to the website on Facebook. So when you are posting only three times per week, you get to be extra strategic. So what I do is break it down into three posting categories and then I have four posts of each type. So as y'all know, that means we have a dozen posts. So the categories I like to use are personal, education, and inspiration. The personal category, of course, just like the rest, will have four posts per month, one per week. And that is where you either share a photo of yourself 
or your family. It can be a professional photo or it can be one that you just snapped with your phone. And this is where you don't talk about your services. You talk about your beliefs. Yes, you should talk about your beliefs on social media. Oh my word. It doesn't mean you have to be extremely polarizing. You don't have to get all political. But if there is something in your life that is important to you and that directs the trajectory of your life that affects every decision you make, maybe it's your faith, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's some other relationship or priority that you have in your life, you need to share that. And the beauty of sharing that is that it allows people to connect with you in a different way. Because let's say you're an interior designer, but someone doesn't need your services right now, if all you did was talk about your services, then they would have no reason to follow you because they just, they're not interested. But if you talk about yourself as a person, if you talk about a personal struggle you went through, or if you talk about how much you love your kids or how much you maybe don't always love your kids, I mean, that's funny too. It allows people to see who you really are and decide right then and there, are they gonna follow you because of you or are they not gonna follow you because of you? And if someone chooses not to follow you based on what you post as a real person, they never would have been a good client for you, trust me. So you don't have to go overboard with a personal post. You don't need to share anything that makes you uncomfortable. Your photos do not have to be professional. Of course, it's always great if they are, and it's a good excuse to get a lifestyle photo shoot done with your family. But just remember guys, people do want to get to know you. And if you only have to talk about yourself once a week, I'm pretty sure you can handle it. The next category is education. Now this is where you can offer home staging tips, design tips, window treatment tips, anything that you get asked about a lot is fair game for this category. Now the education category is a lot of fun because you don't even need an image in order to get your message across. You can actually create just a text image which is like a colored background with a text overlay and you can say design tip of the week or staging tip of the week or window treatment FAQ and just talk very briefly about, hey, did you know that draperies are overlaid or paired well with, you know, XYZ. Now I know all the window treatment professionals listening are like, oh, you didn't even say that right. But guys, this is why we need you. This is why we need you to share your knowledge. Just once per week, share something that the average person would not know about window treatments. And if you are one of those workrooms who is only to the trade, you can still do this because interior designers do know an awful lot but maybe they don't know everything that you know. In fact, I can guarantee it because anytime someone specializes in a field, it means that they have to do a deep dive every single day into that category. And it means you have so much knowledge that you could share with the world. And I want to remind all of you, especially the stagers and designers, you are not cheapening your value by sharing your advice freely. It actually makes you look intelligent and giving, and who doesn't want to like, know, or trust someone like that? It doesn't mean that you're going to enable the DIY market because you offered a good tip. It does mean, however, that you're going to prove your value and your worth to all the people who had been on the fence about hiring you because now when they need your services, they're going to remember you because your tip already helped them or inspired them. 
Now the third category kind of goes along with that and it is inspiration. So again, you only need four inspirational posts per month. So one per week. Inspiration posts can look like you posting a photo from your portfolio, sharing a work in progress shot, or sharing a post from someone else as long as you tag them because we want to make sure we're not infringing on copyright. And it's a very easy way for you to showcase the aesthetic that you work with. It's a great way for you to support other people in your industry. And this is also a good way for you to kind of sneakily talk about your services. So if you share something from your portfolio, for example, you can say, this is a kitchen that we designed last year and this is the issue our client was facing. This is how we helped her overcome it. And you can share the story and it doesn't have to be long. You could probably share an entire client's story in about four sentences, which is a paragraph. And don't overthink it. All you need to do is make sure that at the end you put, click the link in my bio for more. Because then it encourages people to not only head over to your profile, but then continue on to your website. Okay, so you've got a dozen posts per month that need to go out, but what days should you post them and what times of day? Well, first of all, I will say do not overthink this because overthinking leads to stress and inaction, and that's not what we want to get out of this. So I suggest posting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of every week, or you could do Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Just choose three days that work for you and stick with them. Consistency is so important on social media. That's why hopping on social media after six months and posting a whole bunch or even after six weeks and then disappearing for a while does you no good. It doesn't do anything for your business and it just ends up looking really awkward to the people who do see it. So make sure that you're posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday or Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and you can schedule these posts ahead of time because I know it can be hard to be like, oh darn it, I gotta hop on Instagram or Facebook and make a post quick because even if you already know what you're gonna say, it's still labor intensive to again, pick up your phone or open your laptop and type up something and hit publish. So if you are just gonna focus on Facebook, I suggest using Facebook's built-in scheduling tool. It works really well. Just head over to your Facebook page, like you're gonna post something, and then right before you click publish, you'd actually click on the little clock icon, or it might just say schedule, it depends. You know, Facebook is always changing these things and tweaking them but you can schedule it out up to like six months in advance and we're only doing this for a month at a time so it will definitely work for you. Now, if you are scheduling items for Instagram, you have a few other options. You could use Hootsuite because you can have up to three profiles connected to Hootsuite account before they'll charge you. So that's also free, free is fun. And you can connect Facebook and Instagram to the same platform then. Now I will caution you, do not post the exact same content on Facebook as you do on Instagram or vice versa. This is because Facebook and Instagram, although they're owned by the same company, do operate a little differently. For example, you cannot share a link to your blog post on Instagram, but you can on Facebook. And you can't show a really nice 
story on Facebook as easily as you can on Instagram. Now I know Facebook does have a stories feature, but it pales in comparison to the Instagram story feature. So just pay attention. It doesn't mean that you can't talk about your project in the same way on both platforms, but it just means that you don't try to crowd a bunch of hashtags in a Facebook caption that triggers a spam filter on Facebook. People will not see your post because Facebook will make sure of it and it just looks tacky. But you need those 25 to 30 hashtags on Instagram, whether they're in the caption or in the first comment. So just use discretion. You can easily use the same captions on both platforms and you can also use the same images, but the layout and the format will have to be a little different. So that's where using something like Hootsuite is really helpful. Now, if you don't mind paying for a more robust platform, I suggest you use Hopper HQ. And I'm going to link all of these in the show notes, guys, so don't feel like you have to write it down right now. But Hopper HQ is currently about $19 a month per platform. And it is so fun to use because it gives you the calendar view of every post that you've uploaded. And then you can click and drag them to the days where you want them to publish. And that just keeps it really easy because then you have a visual. You can see every Monday you've got your personal post. Every Wednesday you have your educational post or your tips. And then every Friday you have your inspiration photos from your portfolio or from your colleagues. And it's just like... I don't know. I'm a visual person. I know a lot of you listening are also visual. So Hopper HQ makes it easy and you can schedule things for Facebook and Instagram. So I suggest you guys check that out. Now here's the big question. Where do you get the content to post? Because I know that not everyone has an endless portfolio and it can be hard to sort through all the other pictures on the internet figure out which ones you can post, figure out how to not infringe on copyright because that is a scary thing. So here are my tips regarding finding and sourcing content for your social media calendars. You can use images from your portfolio, but like I said, that's not an endless resource. You can also use photos from stock photo sites that have a Creative Commons license zero. Now that is a mouthful. So we're just going to call it CC0. That simply means that photographers have donated their photos to the site and the site is saying, hey, you can use these photos without saying you got it from us and without citing the photographer. There is nothing wrong with it. The photographers understand that's how their photos will be used. And you can go to different sites like unsplash.com, pixabay.com, kaboompix.com. And I will link these in the show notes. Uh, I've talked about them in previous episodes as well, but that's a really useful resource. However, you have to sort through hundreds, even thousands of photos on these sites before you'll find something that works for you. So it honestly depends how much time you have to dedicate to culling or curating photos. So the other option for those of you who still want to manage your own social media instead of paying someone else to do it, but you still want high quality content, let me introduce you to Socialite Vault. This is a platform I created for people just like you who want real results from their marketing, but they don't have an endless marketing budget. 
Now, you've probably heard that Socialite Vault offers email newsletters for the design, staging, and window treatment workroom communities, but what we also offer are social media posts for $25 a month, and there is no limit to how many social media posts you use. We've already curated the images and written the captions, and we've already collected the right hashtags so that if you want to post it on Instagram, you don't have to sit down and come up with 25 to 30 of your own hashtags. That is miserable. Trust me, I tried it. So if you go to socialitevault.com, you can see samples, you can sign up. There is no commitment period. You can come and go as you please. And again, you can choose as many posts as you want, and they can be used on Instagram, Facebook, or Google+. These social media posts are specific to the interior design, home staging, and window treatment workroom industries. So if you are a real estate agent, I'm sorry, these are not going to be a good fit for you. There are other resources out there for people like you. So I am talking specifically to the design, staging, and workroom industries. And guys, I want you to understand, we will not post these things on social media for you. Now, if you want that level of service, that's a custom service and we're happy to do it. But the beauty of this membership is for only $25 a month, you have access to unlimited professional curated content. And all you have to do is copy paste it and put it on your social media. Now, I do recommend adding your personal touch to the captions because we don't want you all to sound like robots. We want to give you a very distinct and helpful guide on this is what you should say and here is an image to go with it. And just to give you a sneak peek, the images we have are, yes, of interiors, of flat lays. Um, we have some of the traditional like coffee laptop photos, if you're into that. Um, but we, we really focus more on interiors and some exteriors and color palettes. We also have uh, text overlays. So they'll either be quotes about the design industry or home staging statistics or some pretty funny window treatment workroom jokes that I have been able to find online. So hilarious, guys, and I know you'll love it. So that is it in a nutshell. That is how you create a month worth of social media posts. That is how you create a content calendar. I hope this was helpful, guys. And if you have any questions about this episode, or if you would like to request a future episode topic, head over to katethesocialite.com or you can simply join my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros. Until next time, guys, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening to The Kate Show. Please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a business bestie who needs to grow her interior design or home staging firm. To inquire about our products and services, please visit us at katethesocialite.com. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.